We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who are you casting in your own Christmas movie? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You're doing a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just broaden it. I'm going to say holidays because, you know, I want oh, you to celebrate what's important to you. Good. Awesome. But yes, in that vein, you're probably wondering why we're asking. Yeah, why are we asking? Thank you for asking why we're asking. We're asking, or at least you're asking why I'm asking, because we're asking because Jonathan Bennett, you might not remember him, dear listeners, but Jonathan Bennett was in a movie Once Upon a Time with Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. called Mean Girls. I've heard of that one. And he it's chatted. about Mean Girls. Yes, exactly. It's a great movie. He uh, was chatting with People Magazine on the red carpet of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas event and shared that he would like to reunite with his former Mean Girls co-stars for the, ho- co-star for the holidays. Now, this should come as no surprise that Jonathan Bennett is talking, A, because he's on the red carpet. He is, by the way, the self-proclaimed King of Christmas I would just say that's Jesus, but you know, I mean, feel free to own that title. I don't know. That is a little like ostentatious. Well, I mean, I'm the self-proclaimed king of Christmas. You know that Mariah Carey just got that title ripped from her hands. Yeah, she can't use that. She can't use that. Mm -hmm. Well, so I feel like maybe I'm just saying I'd be careful. I'm. I'm just saying. uh, I'm not saying. It's not about you, Jonathan mm-hmm. Bennett. But nonetheless, he was on the red carpet at the Countdown to Christmas at Radio City Music Hall in New York City and said, you know, my dream and my goal is to get to do a Christmas movie with Lindsay Lohan and reconnect Boy, for the holidays. Aim high. I mean, well, and you think, and that is aiming high, because if mm-hmm. you remember, she's in an actual Christmas movie or holiday movie that you watched. And that's that story just got me thinking, you know, the bar is so low for acting in holiday movies, not to take anything away from all of the amazing actors and actresses who are in this genre of film. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a formula. It's like romance novels. Like, I'm pretty sure we could each sit down and write a romance novel, much less act in a Christmas movie or holiday movie. Right. If Farrah Abraham can do it. Yes. Anyone can do it. Right. Romance novel. Romance novel, not holiday yeah. movie. Yet. She, well, guaranteed, she's probably trying to hustle over there. Yeah, she sees this story and she's like, hey, I'm not Lindsay, <laughs> I'm better, Jonathan, do it with me. But it got me thinking, wouldn't it be fun to just, like, I'll I'll do one of these films, sign me up. Yeah. So, which celebrity would you want to f- do that film with? 651-641-1071, George has been patiently waiting. Oh, thanks, George. George, you're going to do a Christmas movie. Who are you casting? So for me, it's easy. I would cast um, 
So easy for God. I don't remember. No, no. Um, the the woman who played Legally Blonde. Um, oh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Because she's beautiful, but she's also like really smart. But she's just smart enough to act just stupid enough to trigger all of your blonde biases, only to turn on it and ultimately, you know, demonstrate how smart she really is. And I'm a little bit nerdy. So I would be the guy she would actually fall in love with uh, over and against the, the, the jock in the movie. And, and they always end with a kiss. They always end with a kiss. And so that would be the culmination of it. George. It's almost yeah. like you've been planning this for well, a long time. Well, you obviously time. watch these movies. <laughs> I, 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 I really, really hesitated to call you because I knew it would reveal that I watch too many of these movies. <laughs> no, hey, like celebrate it. That I was your it. moment, George. George, thank you for your call. I cannot wait to see what you and Reese Witherspoon come up with. Uh in your Christmas movie. Bradley, who would you cast? Oh, there are so many people I thought of when I uh, was thinking about this particular project. And kind of like George, I also just love that the the genre is... It just lends itself to, like, easy. Like, you don't have mm-hmm. to overthink this plot. And you're not going to have to get naked and try to, like, have fake oh, no. relations. You in don't my even case. have to use tongue. And I would pick, you know, like I was, I went in a few directions because, you know, like okay. of course, Zac Efron, you'd love to play his love interest, mm-hmm. right? And like, you're like the awkward, like, or I am because I'm putting myself in this, like I'm the awkward, like store clerk who fumbles around the radio shack when Zach comes in for some batteries <laughs> he needs for his jetpack. I don't know. Uh, again, don't think too hard about it. But then I, you know, went down the whole, like, what? female actress to would I want to be opposite yeah. not Lindsay Lohan but maybe somebody like a Sandy Bullock because she's got the comedic timing yeah and I think we'd have fun we'd fall downstairs together oh it'd be some slapstick mm-hmm. I like you know? that yeah. but at the end of the day you and could we speak would, German and, we and could, it'd be so exactly, exactly exactly Where later, my, my, my high school German to her she speaks fluent German because mm-hmm. her mom's German and, uh, you know, we, we could even have a kiss at the end, but it would be like a, oh my God, is this, but it would be like a weird kiss where like, it's like, she knows it's fine, mm-hmm. but like, we're going to, but cause you still want the kiss, but the, it's not going to happen, but it doesn't matter cause right. it's Christmas. Anyway. So, uh, I could see Sandy Bullock. What about you? Well, okay. So I've been thinking about this mm-hmm. and it's just too hard. I'm not, it's just that. Not Shakespeare. I also am watching a show right now with this person. Okay. And I think that I would invite a person who you don't recognize the name of. His name is Scott Patterson. Scott? What's a Scott Patterson when he's at home? He is, he plays the role of Luke on Gilmore Girls. Oh, you do like the Gilmore he's Girls. He's one of those like sneaky, attractive kind of guys, but he can play like like rugged like cabin um log splitter you know like so you are going away for a weekend yeah. by yourself in the woods and yeah. he's at the cabin and next he's there door. and it'll be like it'll sort of be like or it's he's like, a like weird <laughs> but i know i mean aren't well is let's there talk like about a genre, a genre of christmas porn this is like the least porny porn yeah but this is like the least porny porn for maybe <laughs> people like who porn. don't <laughs> want to embrace 
porny porn. Christian porn. I got a call from somebody. They had to go, but mm-hmm. they want their holiday movie co-star to be a male model from a Dolce & Gabbana uh, perfume oh, ad. Okay. 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 Yeah. Wholesome. Yeah, you want yeah. somebody wholesome. I, I don't know I, what that means, but like for you, whatever that means. <laughs> I think what I, the vibe I was getting from that was that that might be a little more toward the sexy side. Sexual, yeah. Right? Like Do you Christmas want the guy you can. Coming down my chimney. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that does not lend itself to no. the same no. vibe. I, you gotta, it has wow. to be somebody you'd bring home to. What's in your sack, Santa? Oof. No, see, it's dirty. Why do you yeah. have to make it dirty? You you have to pick somebody. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. But I feel like for the kind of like, you know, feel good Christmas movie that we're talking about, not the kind of feel good Christmas movie that we were referring to earlier. It's got to be somebody you can bring home to meet your parents. Yeah. Right. So you're probably not going to bring. I don't know. I think it would not play well if I brought home a Dolce & Gabbana model. Yeah. My parents Why, would be like, sexy? like oh, they'd be like, okay, well, number one, you're she's not sleeping in the same room in my house. kicking her coverage. Number two, or wait, no, that's not how it goes. What? Who, who out kicks whose coverage? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, they'd be like, I don't, this is a fantasy, not reality. But also... Hey, like, it's your movie, man. You yeah, get to cast suppose. it however you want. Uh-huh. Okay. Holly, who are you casting in yours? Well, see, I didn't... I was going to take it in a, in a totally different direction. Good, do it! I wanted Ann to Miller. star... I wish the ghost of Ann Miller. Yeah, the ghost of that, that would be the... Oh, my God, yes. yes. Okay, we continue. Can, we can do a new adaptation of A Christmas Carol with the ghost of Ann Miller, oh <laughs> Debbie Reynolds... Oh. <laughs> and like, June he's my, Allison, he's still my gay heart, and that's my movie. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was gonna say John Waters and Dame Joan Collins in my movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Joan, John Waters and Dame Edna? That would be also. But I, I like the John Waters. So you're gonna have yes. sort of like Pink Flamingos Christmas. Yes, <laughs> the surprise is at the you, end. How do you enter that film exactly? Like, what's the plot of a John Waters Christmas movie? Well, we'll workshop that. Mm -hmm. No, see, everybody gets to have what they want. That's what I love about these movies is that there is literally a plot. And don't overthink it. It's just like, I want to show up on set with this person and Mm -hmm. have fun with them for two hours or how it's probably they're probably what, 90 minutes, 80 minutes. They're usually about like, yeah, 80 or 90 minutes. And like, you might get a very G rated kiss in there. Uh, you're yeah, definitely not going to get too handsy. People together, do they, in holiday movies? I don't think so. Do you get light petting? I don't even think you get that. <laughs> I think you literally get like a church kiss. and On Christmas Eve. Yeah, with snow under yeah. mistletoe. It, like, it that's has all you to get. start snowing at some point. Right. There's and, probably going to be a reindeer. And maybe like some Santa magic somewhere. Yeah. Right? Or a guy in a red suit and that'll be like a metaphor. Yeah. For Santa? <sighs> Well, yeah, who else would be the devil? Yeah, Satan shows up. Well, that's who I'd like to do my Christmas movie with. Just rearrange the letters. Ho, ho, home for the holidays with Satan. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I am sorry, but we do need to take another stop at Perv Corner. Oh, great. 
This time, we will meet and greet somebody we've seen there before. His name is Kevin Spacey. We'll talk about Ooh. it after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. And uh, we have to take a trip to Perv Corner. Why? Again uh, with the perverts. Why? And uh, we are going to meet up with somebody we've seen here before. His name is Kevin Spacey. Do you remember him? Oh, of course I do. He's Mr. Nasty. He He just got off uh, in a courtroom in uh, New York not too long ago. That's nasty. I didn't mean it like that. But he did. It was a little. Why are we talking? Why are we talking about well, him today? Well, because he has uh, been charged with seven more sexual offenses in the UK. Seven. Seven for one person. And I feel like there's already more than seven on the books. Right, and this is all concerning one person. Okay. Uh, so Kevin Spacey, Both of these, or this particular chunk. This chunk. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, this uh, all happened yesterday. Uh, he was hit, charged with a number of sexual offenses with the same against the same man between 2001 and 2004. Okay, uh, and again, they have authorized the Crown Prosecution Service has authorized an adi- the additional charges for quote multiple sexual assaults against one man. As I said, between 2001 and 2004, yeah. he's due to appear at Westminster Magistrates Court in London on December 16th. Merry Christmas. What are, you know, yeah, I'm just saying like, right, I just like right before <laughs> Christmas. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Kevin Spacey, again, like they keep coming, they keep showing up and he keeps on somehow getting out of this is different honestly like the the case and i say that because i think i mean i the tail end of what you were about to say i believe is that he keeps getting out of these charges right Uh, what i was going to say in response to that is uh, this seems different to me practically speaking because the previous case that we just dealt with regarding the actor by the name of anthony rapp was a civil lawsuit Mm -hmm. this is a criminal court uh, investigation or mm-hmm. these are criminal charges in a criminal court with a real criminal investigation wherein think there is a high bar and there are this is not just he said versus she said or she said or in this case he said versus he said mm-hmm. this is a criminal investigation and the bar is such that that is the legal bar is such that if there weren't enough there there these right. charges would not have been filed. And so while he is, of course, going to plead not guilty, because that's what Kevin Spacey does, mm-hmm. there is a greater likelihood for a different outcome in this particular case because the previous cases, with the exception of one, I think, might have been criminal, but there was a technicality which killed that case. Mm-hmm. But he has not had this level of... What's the word I'm looking for? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the level of uh, people looking at this case so closely, the eyes of the law have not looked so closely at cases like this that he has had to deal with. So yeah. I think fun- what that fundamentally means is that it, it it is likely to me that this might be the first time that he suffers major consequences yeah. if he's found guilty in a way that he hasn't thus far. Well, and, you know, wouldn't that be, I mean, for the people who for whom the cases didn't turn out the way they wanted, like Anthony Rapp or that other case that you were referring to where they there was like a, there was something to do with the cell phone. Yeah. The, and the messages mom being made deleted him or delete something? a bunch of stuff yeah. off his cell phone because it looked like it was going to make him look bad. And and she didn't th- she didn't realize they weren't connected to him. Right. As I remember or the incident. It was just that she thought it would lead to them. I don't know if it was about drugs or something. That she thought would make him seem less credible. Right. And she was just trying to protect her son, if you believe her. Right. That, of course, allowed uh, Kevin Spacey to go scot-free. Right. And so, you know, if you assume that, as we want to be able to do, because they've told their stories and those stories are traumatic, if we assume... That they, um, you know, in in as they were seeking justice, that they were not able to carry out. That if this goes forward and it is successful in um, prosecuting him for these charges, yeah, that's a win for everybody oh, for in sure. a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Well, um, not not just the victim victim in this case, but all the other exactly. alleged victims who. I would imagine would feel a certain sense of justice, kind of like in the way that even if Epstein, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein was found guilty of crimes against certain people. There were other people who didn't necessarily get their day in court Mm -hmm. who would feel somehow vindicated because the person who assaulted them was held accountable in some measure and in some court. Exactly. So, you know, that is kind of the big, the big news for Kevin Spacey. Uh, But, you know, I also saw this other um, article about Anthony Rapp. Um, He did an interview uh, where he was talking about the experience of being in that civil suit with Kevin Spacey and being in the courtroom. Okay. And he said... Uh, A courtroom is not a safe space for trauma. That's for sure. I also deeply understand why some people don't pursue that angle. Um, And this was actually an an event at the Brooklyn Museum. And and he was talking publicly about this case and also kind of how the Me Too movement was part of what prompted him to come forward with the story. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, but what is proof? Like, how do you prove things? Part of the movement is so much about honoring a story, listening, being a mirror, being, being holding healing. You speak about these things. Those things aren't necessarily anything that a courtroom is at all interested in. And, And I just thought those are really like, I think that those are important words for people to hear Mm -hmm. that the court cares about facts and the court cares about evidence. Yep. 
um, the court doesn't isn't there to help you work through your trauma. So it might actually like re-traumatize. Oh, absolutely. And having that awareness gives you a little bit more compassion for people who don't go this route. Um, but really amazing that he That's was able point. to get come forward and, yeah. and tell his story anyway. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey, I was learning about a very important blanket we all need. Oh, a very important blanket, a VIB. Who is singing? I don't know. I think your computer is singing. Oh my God, my computer is literally your Jezebel articles going off with that last story. Do you want to tell us about the very important blanket or do you want to do... The blanket really quickly. Apparently yeah. there's a Costco blanket called the Pendleton and everybody needs it. I got oh. stopped in the oh, hallway. Oh, Pendleton blankets are fantastic. Fabulous. Well, they're available at Costco this holiday oh, season. Lovely. Should we do some crazy stuff? Yeah, let's idiots? do they're it. Not, they're not paying for this segment, by the way. Well, well, the crazy stupid idiot. one could say. No, I'm saying the that's Pendleton a crazy company. stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present... C-S-I. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida! Florida! And sometimes other places. Like? Like, uh, oh, I was out of order. Uh, in Toronto! We're going to Canada. Fabulous. I love Canada. Maybe not this time of year, but you know. Uh, yeah, but it's lovely there. Uh, at 9.47 a.m. on Monday, um, a bank was robbed. A bank was robbed? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's bad. We don't like that. Uh, and the robber fled on foot. And then something happened about 23 minutes later. Another bank was robbed. Okay. This one was less than a mile away from the first bank. Okay, less than a mile away. Then they, it, walk, they probably walked there. 12.25 p.m., mm -hmm. something else happened. Can you guess? No, maybe another bank. Exactly. Oh, and this I one pattern. I see a pattern. was about two miles from the last bank that... Okay. This robber making, had hit. making uh, if somebody's walking, they're getting in their steps for the day. But here's the good part. Okay, the cops were ready. Like they were like, "Oh, I see. He's probably trying to hit a few banks up. Okay, so maybe he'll show up." And guess what? Bank. He did, and they arrested him, and now he's in jail um, because the cops actually spotted the pattern before it got any worse. So they like, what did they, but, but the pattern being that's what the part I don't, I mean, listen, I think they just got lucky. My guess is they probably went to a bunch of banks yeah. and waited for the guy. Sure. They're like, all right, everybody, let's go to all the other banks. Uh, his Depending name is on the city. Toronto seems oh, like they'd have a few banks. I know why. I know why. Because just two days earlier, that's, there was a, there were robberies at five banks. And so they were like, oh, okay, two in a row. Maybe we're going to do more because this just happened the other day. Let's learn from our mistakes. Awesome. And that's why they showed mm. up and they waited. Um, they were at, yeah, anyway, he, his name is John Tiano. He's 59 years old. Hi, John. And he is do um, going to be doing some serious jail well, time. So he was just a garden variety bank robber? I think, I mean, I, it sounds like he was kind of a career 
criminal bank robber oh. guy, but the, they got him in the midst of the third one. Well, third time is the charm. Exactly. Where are we going next? Okay, we are now going not to Canada. We are going to Ormond Beach. I've never been to this Ormond Beach place. It's in Florida, though. Mm. And I want to tell you about... Okay, what was the thing with the Visco Girl thing? Oh, that was like a whole... Uh, I don't even know. Like, trend? Holly, you, I feel like you knew what the Visco Girl thing... Yeah, well, thing. Visco is a app that has photo filters on okay. it. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole aesthetic... <laughs> Surrounding right, like hydro flasks, tie dye. What's really interesting is this has nothing to do with that, and I am uh, and uh, pop culturally dyslexic because I read this story, and it involved something called VCSO, mm-hmm. which is the name of a company, mm-hmm. and or not. The, I'm sorry, not the name of a company. It is the name of the um, sheriff's office in this town. Oh, okay. But I read Visco, and I was like, wait, is well, this the Visco? I mean, Visco? it was close. But they are kind of Visco girls, although in this case, we're going to call them Vixo girls, because we've got three girls, three teenage girls, who are allegedly, uh, well, they, they were actually caught, allegedly doing something that caused over $350,000 in damage. What did these Vixo girls do? See what I did there? Uh, that caused that much damage in Florida. Where were they again? I mean, I know they were in Florida. But I didn't like, tell you where they oh, were, okay. but let's. Okay, um, okay, okay. I, I don't want to tell you exactly. They were in a. They were in. They were not in a, in their home. They were okay. in a business, a place okay. of business. Okay. Oh. Vixo, not Vixo. Did they? Did they not use the restroom for the $350,000 worth of duty? Listen, oh, really? I don't know. Asparagus I don't know pee what everywhere? They, I, didn't, I don't know Chris where they, Evans. What, what was there that they did it on, right? It could have been a jewelry store. What if I told you they were Something. inside a foam and insulation business? Uh, and they caused that much damage. Did they eat the fiberglass? Oh, God. No, that they used, do they my, do damage to their insides. Look, my cat used to do that. Oh, no. Used to just pick it oh, no. from the from the wall, and then oh, those cats. Then they barf it up. Okay, um, well, allegedly, did they spray the stuff all over? They oh, I thought you were party? asking her about the cats, and I was no. like, no, actually, back over here with the girls. They did not spray, but. <laughs> You say spray, I think cats. Um, The girls allegedly slashed bags of raw polystyrene material, moved forklifts, crashed them into other products, smashed property and graffiti. These girls, these teenage girls were on a rampage. They allegedly spray painted. Now, here's where, and you know, these are teenagers. Mm -hmm. They spray painted what? Oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Schweenuses. <laughs> no, that would be teenage boys. Yeah. Teenage girls. Or I just said, should say teenagers in this regard. Spray painted their names. Oh, oh you guys. Oh, What's honey. the problem with that? Honey. Well, that is a great way to get identified. Identify yourself. Yeah. Well, the good news is they didn't have to identify. Uh, identify. Identify. Oh, my gosh. McDonald's. Are you listening? Sometimes I have to identify <laughs> some things in my car. In like, my mouth. French fry? <laughs> oh, that's cute. I, I like what you did. No, um, an employee went into the warehouse and reportedly overheard the girls spray painting their names before seeing them flee from the building. Because I'm sure they were like, ah, we'll get away with it, too, even though we just spray painted our oh names gosh. everywhere. The girls were caught running down the street from the building. They'd allegedly trespassed on the property, and each of them has been charged with a burglary of a business and criminal mischief. 
They, uh, I did, bet their parents are so proud. Well, mm. here was where it went really bad and probably, Ooh. I don't know, it's Florida. Maybe their parents were proud. True. Due to the state of emergency, because this happened during Tropical Storm Nicole. Oh my gosh. Both of these crimes were then considered enhanced felonies. So these teenage girls will now have not just a garden variety felony on their record, oh. but enhanced felonies because they had to go crazy sauce inside of a foam building. Mm-hmm. When I first saw this story, I thought, Visco girls in a foam party? What? I don't... I, I mean, don't... that sounds on brand. Yeah, but anyway. Oof. No they foam party in this building. Yeah, Vixo girls. Vixo girls. Mm. Uh, v- what did I say? Volusia County. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are we going next? Uh, we are going to San Antonio, Texas. And have a nice this river is, walk. This is not... I don't think these people made it to the river walk. Um... Just after midnight on Tuesday at the Military Village Apartments, an incident occurred. And I'm not going to get too detailed about, um, I'm just going to say this. Somebody got hurt and they're going to be okay. And they got like super duper hurt. They're going to be okay. Did you tell the story when I was gone? We maybe did tell oh, the story, it. but here's the thing. We have time and the listeners listening today probably haven't heard the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I so think you should share it. Here is what had happened. Because it's a good one. This woman invited uh, her ex-boyfriend to her apartment. It happens. Yeah. Sometimes you're yeah. like, you make a choice. Like, you miss some of that. And you're like, maybe it'll work out. So she invited him over. And then her current boyfriend showed up. Mm-hmm. And then she put the ex-boyfriend in the closet. Because that's what you do. Obvi- well, you got to hide him. Yeah. You can't just and leave him out in the open. Closet. Which, by the way, come up with a better hiding spot. Because if the, if your boyfriend's going to be the least suspicious, mm-hmm. he's going to look in the closet. Well, would look in the that- chest freezer, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like in an apartment, what are your options on short notice? You know that crawl space, if you got a attic crawl space? Yeah, maybe a shelf, maybe like a shelf in your kitchen well, if they can fit. I if, don't know. If there's a door, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's just a guy on a shelf. Hi. <laughs> uh, the new boyfriend found the old boyfriend mm. and let's just say he that wasn't welcome they weren't going to do things together as a team mm-hmm. and so the new boyfriend yeah, it was not a uh, randy gerber cindy no. crawford harry styles moment it yeah it wasn't <laughs> like hey do you want to join in the fun that's not what happened the new boyfriend understandably got very angry and chased the ex-boyfriend down the street and stabbed him four times and he's fine by oh my god yeah thank god he was fine but that is that's also a little overreacty but you guys, the guy who stabbed him is still at large. They haven't found him yet. Well. But they know who did it because she was able to identify her boyfriend. Say, she probably gave them his details. I wonder if they're going to break up. Um, You know, probably. Yeah. I would imagine that if your uh, ex-boyfriend stabs your boyfriend uh, and you're cheating on him, you're not going to stay together that's true yeah well it was fun while it lasted when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're going to play a little game that game is called the throwback after this on my talk 1071
Make your move. The Snyder Team. Hey, my talkers, come on in. You know, if you're looking for integrity in real estate, it's time to make your move to the Snyder team with EXP Realty. We all know that the market is shifting and navigating those highs and lows. Well, if you want to do that with confidence, it can be a real challenge, which is why you need experienced agents to hold your hand through the entire buying and selling process. And for the last 25 years, Jennifer and her team have served over 3,000 families across the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. She's the real deal. 